Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello and welcome to the Deutsche Bank International Private Bank Chief Investment Office Weekly podcast. I'm Sarah Stabler in Singapore and I'm talking this week to Zenup Ozturk Unlu, who's based in London. We're recording this on Friday for the week ahead, beginning March 66. Zenup, how are you? I believe you've been traveling on roadshow, um, so it's been a busy time for you. But what's the next week looking like in terms of data? And um, I'd love to hear a little bit of what your observations were on your uh, CIO tour. Um, hi, Sarah. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you for having me, first of all. Um, yes, it has been uh, quite busy with lots of travels um, and discussing with in- investors, with market participants and uh, some of our peers in, in various different regions. Last week I was in in the uh, Middle East region, on in Gulf uh, primarily, um, and we had a lot of good conversations with our um, with our clients, with our investors. Um, th- these are quite busy periods uh, because at the first quarter of the year, everyone is um, working around building the momentum for the remainder of the year and trying to understand and make sense of of the data. Um, you briefly referred into into the market data, and last week was quite a, a an active week um, because we've got a lot of critical information around inflation, especially in Europe. And uh, early part of the week, um, some of the core data in terms of production and manufacturing uh, in China came. So um, it, it was quite quite eventful, and markets had a lot of reaction reaction to it. Um, so if I kind of briefly summarize, um, we had a, a bit of a disappointment with the inflation uh, numbers. Um, uh, it's not too much of an unexpected, but the hope was that inflation will start to ease a little bit more. But in, in Europe, especially coming from France, Spain, uh, Germany, uh, most of the core um, the inflation data came still quite high. And it is becoming very obvious that the ECB's position on fighting with inflation is going to be firmer uh, than even maybe expected. Um, and then, as, as I mentioned briefly, the data from uh, China in terms of manufacturing and production came extremely strong, really uh, very good numbers since 2012. And then we have seen the positive reaction of markets, especially in risky assets coming from uh, broad Asia as well as Europe. Um, so uh, quite an eventful, quite an eventful week, um, and getting prepared for another uh, busy week because we have further data points that will come in this uh, second week of March. Thanks a lot for that. I mean, it's interesting you say that the um, inflation numbers uh, led to a bit of disappointment. So would you say it's fair that um, rates look to be higher for longer? And uh, if, if that's if that's the case, uh, what does the upcoming data drops next week or, or this week um, mean in that scenario for for investors? Um, it is definitely rates uh, higher for longer story, and this is exactly where we were uh, when we were building our views of the world, and this is how we have been communicating with our investors also. So. I, I think, in a way, um, from Deutsche Bank's 
uh, strategies and economists' point of view and the way that we were building our uh, CIO views on the international private bank side, it isn't a major surprise because it is kind of what we were expecting to see central banks, both in Europe and in US, to um, be quite firm with their fight with inflation. That's why it meant that they will uh, have to keep the rates high and it will have to stay longer than most uh, participants have been expecting. And in a way, markets were trying to fight with it uh, or fight against that uh, approach. And there were some views that central banks, actually, especially in US, Fed could cut rates by mid this year. But now we can definitely say that it is not going to be the, the case. So, and this is exactly what I have been also discussing with most of our uh, clients this week. Um, so when you have such a sticky core inflation, in, even though you might see some sort of an ease on some of the uh, product and goods uh, inflation, uh, when you have the core transportation, housing and uh, recreational uh, data uh, prices coming up still quite strong, it is it is adamant that the, the inflation is not going to come down quickly and the prices are not going to come down quickly. In addition to the labor market being still very strong, especially in US, but also in, in Europe overall, um, having such an elevated inflation is going to be very damaging for the economy. That's why central banks are going to definitely keep the rates rates high. So 2023, uh, we will definitely carry on seeing the uh, high uh, rates both in US and in Europe. And you can also see the, the trickling similar effects coming from the other other central banks around the world. Um, so, so in a way, um, we are now building our views around how to maintain investments, how to manage portfolios in this type of an environment, rather than any further expectations of um, of any rate cut um, this year, maybe even uh, more mid next year. Okay, Th thanks. I mean, it sounds like um, you know the the theme of the out outlook twenty twenty three that uh, CEO put together about resilience is going to play. Uh, very firmly for portfolios. Exactly. Um, but, yeah. I mean, you mentioned earlier the strength of China. Uh, if I could perhaps ask you, you know, do you see other EMEA markets um, who may have certain trade relationships or sort of parallels with China benefiting from that strength? I mean, is there is it going to be a case of China lifting other markets in in terms of activity or is is the inflation and the strong activity going to continue through uh, to the rest of the year? Um, I mean, it, it is definitely something that everyone is watching very closely in terms of what China is going to do and how China um, production numbers are and also how the Chinese consumer behavior will be because China is, is such an important market impacting the uh, rest of the world uh, from many uh, factors. And one core factor I can definitely say coming from Middle East is the uh, the demand of uh, oil coming from China or most of the um, energy usage. 
with the opening up of economy, with the movement of people, movement of goods, um, and this uh, activity picking up, how it will reflect into oil prices in particular, and also the way that um, Chinese consumers starting to increase their spending and the increasing demand for goods that are coming from Europe is something that most of the European firms are uh, quite keen to to see the benefits of. We cannot definitely say at this point in time we see the full impact of those yet, but this is going to start uh, showing uh, in the next months and in the next quarters um, how the um, picking up of activity strengthening of the the production and ability to move goods from China or to China uh, will impact the broader economies. And, and Europe is definitely one of the core uh, partners in both trade and activity with China. Therefore, um, it's very important to see the reflection of these activities picking up into Europe. Um, there are certain sectors, especially um, like luxury goods and or energy, uh, these are the areas that you will see more and more um, reflection of the of this uh, collaboration or the, the the engagement with China, and at the same time, um, seeing some of the real estate markets by having further investment from the uh, Chinese investors into different parts of the of the European real estate market, um, we will most probably see in the coming coming quarters. It's going to be a really interesting interplay to watch, actually, um, from a macro exactly. perspective. Yes. Um, so I guess just perhaps as we conclude, um, this this coming this week is not not only important for for data and market watches, um, but it is International Women's Day on Wednesday, uh, March eighth, which is the day to celebrate women and women's role in society and in the economy and uh, it's it's um mostly relevant because we we particularly chose to um host this week's podcast um with me and and you um to to women in finance um and i just perhaps i could ask you a, a personal question about what does it mean to you to be uh, a woman in finance did you did you always aspire to, to be a chief investment officer um, and what perhaps would you advise the younger generation of women uh, who are coming through? Um, actually, Sarah, thank you very much for bringing this up, and it's, it's quite important um, for us all to recognise, um, not only in one day, but uh, also to kind of highlight through that International Women's Day and re reflect on the achievement of women and ability to, um, to create diversity in every workplace, uh, in, in many forms of diversity, but having the opportunity to celebrate the Women's Day, making sure that we have that a good collaboration in everything that we do and recognize, as I said, the success of both men and women uh, mm -hmm. working uh, closely, shoulder, shoulder to shoulder in, in every mm -hmm. uh, aspect of, of the workforce. Um, Coming back to my own story, um, I, I'm very privileged and, and grateful to be uh, in the role that I am today. Uh, of course, this is something that quite a lot of people would aspire to becoming a, a chief investment officer of an, such an uh, impactful and a big organization like Deutsche Bank International Private Bank. And I'm, I'm very glad to be 
part of this great organization. Um, I've always worked in um, investments when I uh, looked in look back to my career uh, within finance, within banking. There, there was the last, especially 10 years, very much focused on uh, uh, private banking, wealth business, and also investments from uh, capital markets into discretionary. Uh, and the, the next step of the evolution of that is to become the chief investment officer. So I'm personally very glad to be able to achieve that goal. And I'm hoping that we can aspire more uh, talented female um, colleagues of ours across the industry, especially in finance, to carry on putting their um, uh, targets and really work uh, work for their aspirations and not to not to give up. So the idea is to make sure that we collaborate, we share good stories as well as the uh, stories that uh, we when we failed, it has never been a simple and easy road ahead there are always bumps um and i also had many bumps um mm-hmm. on, on my on my career so uh, i think it's important to to really share these um with us with, with everyone and make sure that um, we we can achieve if we if we put our heads uh, to it absolutely and also our hearts um exactly so- exactly <laughs> that's very true i agree with you but I, I love your comment about collaborating and sharing stories, the good and and the key learnings as well. Uh, we can all we can all learn from each other and support each other. Thank you very much for sharing your insight and and your your experience and particular and also obviously your insight into the, the macro backdrop. You know we're sitting here on a Friday and next week um, is Wednesday is International Women's Day. So I wish you a very happy International Women's Day and I Thank wish you. all our listeners also a, a very positive, uplifting International Women's Day, a, a very good week ahead. So thank you. Thank you, you Sarah. Thank you. Thanks, Zainab. Um, that, that's uh, Zainab Oztok Unlu, our EMEA Chief Investment Officer. Thank you very much to all our listeners. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia-Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, 
NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC, and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.